0: breaking the trance. My good friend and confidant Lori works as office manager for an auto repair shop in rural New Mexico. The shop is a gathering place for locals, so she hears a lot of the neighborhood's scuttlebutt. The other day, first thing in the morning, one regular started his discourse on the, quote, imminent collapse, end quote, of the economy of the country. This became the hot topic of the day with several people chiming in with all sorts of conspiracy theories derived from their half-baked facts heard on TV and radio. My take on Lori's report was that, quote, imminent collapse, end quote, sounds like a CIA operation. I mean, who talks like that, especially in rural New Mexico, unless you work at a local military base and are being briefed? Lori said she heard the phrase repeatedly all day. So she got that it was sounding a lot like mass media psyop. I also pointed out that it is extremely difficult to bring about the collapse of a national economy unless everyone just stopped their jobs and stopped buying stuff. Granted, you can engage in high-level fear porn, scaring everybody into their bunkers, but that only goes on as long as supplies last. My point is that there are far too many golden opportunities that get created When a business fails, or if there are artificial shortages, such as a ridiculous toilet paper shortage, where everyone was told there was a shortage over mass media, so they ran to the store buying up all the TP, creating the shortage. Same with gas, same with bottled water. Enterprising, unafraid entrepreneurs will pick up the slack of sourcing material, getting it delivered, and setting up partnerships. Nature abhors a vacuum. So these artificially created shortages, or fear porn-induced money-clutching scenarios, get solved pretty quickly by opportunity seekers. Once scared consumers see that something is being done about the breathlessly reported shortages and, quote, imminent collapses, end quote, they start venturing out of their bunkers and rejoin the economy. In this way, things can turn around pretty fast. Any good scare tactic has to first be believed. And if the same story of existential threat is broadcast incessantly over all media outlets, it's understandable that people will believe it, especially if those media outlets are dependent upon for actual reporting. And this is where the deep state has overplayed their hand these days. The credibility of network mainstream news shows has cratered, and the entrepreneurial alternative media has gained the lion's share of those lost ratings. Again, nature abhors a vacuum, and that is particularly true when it comes to factual reporting and analysis. When the boy cries wolf too many times, investigations ensue, actual facts are produced, and before very long, the psyop fizzles. Control agendas get exposed, and the lies they were based on. The players are found to be criminals, and their motives become obvious. Unfortunately for the United States and other countries, Corruption runs deep and wide, and it becomes unbelievable once the breaking of the trance begins to take hold. This precipitates denial, a temporary re-embracing of false facts, and a slipping back into fear mode. The conundrum is that this denial phase also becomes unbelievable. There is just not enough physical evidence to support the claims, and the trance breaking resumes. Hard physical evidence is sought after and embraced, and the matrix of lie upon lies denying the physical evidence is rejected. The most intense danger we all face is false reporting and misrepresenting reality during this epic information war. This is not existential, so flight, fight, or freeze responses accomplish nothing and are inappropriate for the actual situation. Now, a real existential crisis would be a violent storm, earthquakes, volcanoes, or an asteroid collision, so the flight, fight, or freeze responses are appropriate. But this is just not the same as our beliefs being manipulated, or our perceptions being misled, or future predictions based on faulty, profit-motivated data are blurted out all over the media. This is where we see the true nasty underbelly of a PSYOP. The operation makes sure to attack basic freedoms, such as free speech, free movement, and free associations. If you make certain words and phrases taboo, or redefine them to mean their opposite, the PSYOP goes much more smoothly. It's when we hear incessantly about lockdowns, for your safety, imminent collapses, or misinformation campaigns, is when we must reject the narrative and create a new one with verified facts, right intentions, and absent the seven deadly sins. No psyop can withstand that much truth and courage. So it's here where we can flex our quantum living muscles by shining the light on darkness, re-engaging our imaginations to portal us to higher climes, and set up our own repetitive matrix of demanding truth, speaking no lies, and accepting nothing less than love in the world. The quantum particles and waves are already headed in that direction, so getting into that flow amplifies it, inspiring others to do the same. We always know when God is directly involved. It's when power arises from the bottom and informs the top. God is directly involved when speaking truth to power, where the formerly meek truly inherit the earth. God is directly involved and we are inspired to action, doing something we've never done before because it fills a need in the world. God is directly involved when love overtakes fear and looking to source is the first thing we do before any action. God wins the moment we let it. You have been listening to This Quantum Life by Boyd Martin. Brought to you by the Quantum Health Newsletter from... Pure Energy Rx www.pureenergyrx.com